Hello, everybody, and welcome back once again to the Out of Thomas podcast, video, blog, show, whatever you want to call it, in which I talk about the articles that I'm publishing on my website, theoutofthomas.wordpress.com, Thomas with no H, because, yes, my name comes from Spanish, so it's pronounced Tomas. And it's spelled T-O-M-A-S, no H. Anyway, moving on to today's article. It's titled, Starve the Beast, How to Fight Back Against the Dying State. Now, okay. We have talked about this subject before in previous articles, but I wanted to dive a little bit deeper and tell you my the way I'm seeing things and what I think it's important for people to take into account. Okay, so I look at the world and today I am seeing two things mainly. I see a lot of chaos, a lot of, uh, you know, between riots that are happening and protests that are, ha that are happening as well. You combine that with the way the governments around the world have been behaving with the whole COVID stuff and how they managed all their lockdown policies and all that stuff, um, throw in vaccine mandates. And you get, you get a lot of chaos, a lot of, you know, Chaos, the thing I see, I'm seeing the most is chaos and uncertainty. You know, I've been, I've been researching a lot and consuming a lot of podcasts and videos about the subject of macroeconomics, and especially with the, everything that has to do with inflation right now, seems to be really crazy. And people don't know how the markets are going to react to all this that's happening, so there's a lot of uncertainty. People don't know if, you know, all this inflation and all this stuff is going to make everything, all the prices go up really quickly and we might go into hyperinflation, you know, some people are saying, or are we going to, it's going to lead to a, what they call a crack and boom, which means like everything's going to go down, it's going to crash down and the dollar, the dollar is going to be done. We don't know, so it's really hard to know whether you should Is it a time to invest? Is it a time to save? Is it a time to be aggressive? Is it a time to be defensive? We don't know. It's really, you know, with all the chaos that's happening, uh, you throw in all this economic uncertainty and you get a strange recipe that I haven't seen before in my life. You know, I'm not that old. I, I'm 33 years old, so don't have that much experience in life, but I have some And at least in my experience, I have never seen such a um, interesting time, to call it one way. Um, so I know I, I'm seeing a lot of people that are commenting about this stuff. And I think they, a lot of people do great job in analyzing the different stuff that's happening. However, sometimes they fail to step back a little bit and see the big picture. 
Like for example, I'm I really like listening to Tim Pool's podcast. I think he has a very good place where he analyzes um, stuff that's happening politically and culturally. But a lot of time, it seems like it's um, one team against the other team, and you know, and they are fighting over political power while all all the time that they're lost in that fight they actually fail to see the point that actually political power in the world is dying and it's it's going away and i know that that's going to be difficult to be able to understand because it seems like right now everything's about politics. It seems like politics took over everything in our lives. The way I see it, and some people have been talking about this stuff for a long time. I always reference the book, The Sovereign Individual. I recommend everybody to read it. It's an amazing book and it talks about, they've been talking about this stuff for like around the year 2000, so 20, 20 years ago. <laughs> but basically the state our governments are the structures that hold the society in the way that we built it have never been bigger throughout all of our history they've just been getting bigger and bigger and bigger more centralized uh, and more powerful but because of this they're also very vulnerable because they need a lot of revenue to keep it uh, stable and keep it going. And in here, we throw a little, little technology called Bitcoin. And it's almost like throwing a wrench in their wheels and it's making everything go crazy. And some people think it's no big deal, you know, Bitcoin is not, uh, it's not going to create so much trouble for the state. But here's the thing. If you hold your money in Bitcoin on a decentralized wallet or a decentralized exchange, you know, in these places where you, it's almost like having a bank account, but it's not under your name, right? You have uh, an address and you control it by having the cryptographic key, which is a series of passwords. Now, if it's not attached to you by name or by anything, it's really hard for the government to know that this account belongs to you and this money is yours. And this makes it very, very hard to be taxed on that amount that you can keep there, separate. And we're starting to see this happening. We're going to see more of it in the future. And every time people put their money over there, means less revenue for the state. At the same time, like we said before, the state has never been bigger and has never been in more need 
of the resources. So we have a ticking time bomb. And as Bitcoin and crypto grows, that's only going to increase. And eventually, it's going to be really hard for the state to continue to operate, operate in the scope that they are operating right now. And this is going to free a ton of economical power back in the hands of the people. So I believe it's going to be great because the state is not the best at managing resources. And I think we're going to see this play out. The more money is being kept away from the state and in the hands of the people, things are going to get better because more of the things that are done by the government now are going to be done by private companies and they're going to compete against each other, which is going to drive their prices lower and their, their product is going to be better. Right now, the government competes with no one because they have the monopoly in whatever place they operate. So there's not a lot of incentives for them to try and charge less and give you a better product in return. So that I think is going to be great. Now, I read this in the book and I thought it was really interesting for people to understand just how much uh, the government is taking in the form of taxation. Because it's not just the amount of money they take from you is the, opportun the opportunity cost. You know, the, the authors in the book, the sovereign individual, do very quick math that is mind-blowing. You know, they say, as an example, let's say you're paying $5,000 a year in taxes. No? Okay. Now, imagine... Instead of paying those $5,000 in taxes, you actually get to save that money. And let's say you get something like 10% interest on that money, compounding year after year. No? 10% is not, uh, it's like a standard, you know, quite a good standard. Now, if you saved $5,000 every year with a 10% compounding interest and you do that throughout your whole career, let's say for 40 years, you would retire with over $20 million. Now that is insane. That is insane. Just by saving $5,000 every year crazy it is crazy now you have to keep in mind that so far and you know they always say previous performance is no doesn't necessarily mean that the future performance is going to be the same but so far in its first 13 years of existence bitcoin doesn't have a 10 percent Uh, growth every year, it's over 200% growth. 
So I don't even know how much you would have at the end of your career if you saved in Bitcoin with its constant growth. Um, of course, I don't think it's going to continue to grow 200% every year for the next 40 years, but it's definitely going to grow. It's definitely going to keep growing and it's definitely going to be more than 10%. So we are put in a in a sort of situation in which the people who understand this and start to save in Bitcoin early, they are going to benefit and they're going to create obscene amount of wealth. And for the people who are not, it's going to create a huge divide. This is no joke. This is the thing of everything that's happening in this transition period. The thing that gets me the most worried is that just the people that don't see this coming, um, there's going to be a big divide, I think, between those who start adopting this technology soon, sooner and those who don't. And I don't know. That's why I'm trying to create this content. It's maybe, hopefully, get someone to pay attention that is not paying attention. But ultimately, a lot of people are going to be left behind, it seems. It seems that we're heading that way. And I think a lot of the chaos that we're seeing, a lot of the political fighting comes from this. Like Everybody's feeling like the economic structure that we're standing in the dollar is completely broken and it's it's close. Like, I don't know how much it can keep going. So you have that, that you don't understand what's happening. The people that are supposed to tell you what's happening, the media, your professors, like everybody's asleep on the wheel. The government, if they know and they understand it, they don't want to tell you because it's bad for them. So it's, it's a very strange situation that we're thrown in uh, but there is a solution and the people who see the solution within bitcoin and maybe other, other crypto i don't know i'm much more a bitcoin guy than a crypto guy i guess um and those people will start benefiting massively massively and that's only gonna make things worse for those who don't so we are in a very strange situation situation and that's why i always say say people you don't need to fight against the other side you don't need to fight for political power all you need to do right now is adopt bitcoin try to put your money there keep it away from the from the government and you're going to you're going to benefit massively and the more we take away from the government the more their power is going to fade and the less fighting to get control of that power we're going to have. And we will reach a point, I don't know when, but it's probably going to take a while. It's going to be, it's going to be gradual, you know. But we are going to reach a point where the state and the government and the politicians will not be so important as they are today.
So for me, we don't need to fight head on and charge against them. You know, Bitcoin is, I call it the silent revolution because you don't have to do anything. You just, every time you get paid, you can figure out the percentage that you're comfortable with and you put that away in Bitcoin and you keep it and you save it. And that slowly starts to compound. And yeah, we have never in human history have a economical structure and an economical network that was not controlled by governments. So we are in a very unique time in history. It's super exciting. And honestly, I, like I said, I'm, I am worried for those who are not paying attention. And I'm just understanding people, you got to pay attention to what's happening. You have to. You, even if you study it and then you decide that it's not important, you know, that's, what, that's if you arrive to that conclusion through your own research, more power to you. But I don't think you can have the luxury of not paying attention and not doing your own research because it is too big to be ignored. It's just, it's crazy. It's really, really, really crazy. And I do believe it is the solution for so many of the problems that we're having right now. So many. Uh, clear that our society is very outdated and this is bitcoin offers a new base layer up in which we can build something better and of course all the people that accumulated wealth and power in the old system they don't want to adapt to the new one they much rather keep all what they have built and gained. But unfortunately, it's not up to them. They can help the process be smoother and faster, or they can try and hold on. And you know that's only going to create more pain, which unfortunately it is what they will do because that's what humans do. And most people don't change until they have enough pain that not changing becomes more painful than actual change. And that's what I believe is going to happen to a lot of people. I'm trying to do my best so that we can smooth the transition. But I, I, I honestly, I've been talking to, to, my, to my friends and I, some people, they just don't want to see what's happening. <clears throat> and I think if you look at what's happening with an open mind, um, it's obvious. Like it's, it's, it is painfully, painfully obvious. So as time goes by, it's going to be more and more obvious because all the people that are starting to do, to do these things, to move towards crypto and Bitcoin, it's going to be clear as day how much better they'll be off. And yeah, I'll just continue 
to create this kind of contents and try to spread the word, you know, and yeah, hopefully we can make the transition smoother. But I think it is inevitable. I think like the chips that it is, it's already played out. We're just seeing it happen in slow motion, but like it feels like it already happens. Like it already happened. And you know, there's uh this meme that the people in Bitcoin use. What is the the guy from the sixth sense, the little kid? And the famous line from that movie is I see dead people. And they created this this meme with the kid's face, but it, it says, I see dead money. And man, I think you're gonna you can use that to a lot of things right now. A lot of the things that we see that are already dead and they're just grasping with all their might, which is absolutely pointless and it's just creating more pain and people are confused and nobody's guiding them and like there's a few people in YouTube and there's a there's a there's a a good number of people doing podcasts and doing videos and I'm doing doing the same but there is very few people from the legacy media and the people that we traditionally think as leaders that are actually trying to lead us and they're only trying to hold on to their their power and they're fading away and they just hold on tighter and yeah i don't know certainly a very interesting time to be alive and it's it's the greatest opportunity ever if you adopt these technologies early it's not it's not even a joke it's crazy crazy but hey anyway i'll do my best to keep on learning keep on finding new stuff and talking about them making videos, podcasts, and articles. And hopefully, hopefully, someone will find them useful. Um, that's the only thing I can do. And if you're watching the video, I'm going to show you the drawing I did for this article. Because that's something that I, I like to do. I'm an artist. So I like to make each content has have its own uh, art. This gives me an excuse to keep on drawing, which is something that I enjoy so much. But anyway, I hope that gives you something to think about. And yeah, like I always say, just keep your eyes open. You know, in a transition time, it's going to be extremely interesting and massive opportunities. So anyway, that is all for now. Thank you. Have a good, a good day, a good time. Smile, have fun, enjoy, and hopefully I'll get to see you again in the next one.